Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way. Mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now, let's get climbing. Hello, hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. As I'm recording this, I'm currently sitting in my front yard in the yarden, and I am wearing shorts and a tank top. Full transparency to these shorts I have had for a really long time and they have holes in them, like holes in the crotch. But you know what? You know, when you have a pair of shorts, that's just so comfortable and you love them so much and you are committed to wearing that piece of clothing until it becomes a faint, faint piece of fabric that once was something that made sense. Well, this is, that's this pair of shorts for me. Okay. I'm going to wear them until they just fall off of my body. And I might just look like a girl sitting outside in shorts and a tank top, you know, and a computer and microphone. But that aside, it might just look like a girl sitting outside in her front yard, you know, wearing clothes that are comfortable and appropriate for summertime. But this is actually a big deal to me. It's actually a really big deal that I am wearing shorts and a tank top in a space. Yes, it's my front yard, but it's a place where people can see me in shorts and a tank top. You know, I hadn't really thought about it much, but the other day, my best friend from high school and college, she also happened to be my maid of honor, Jessica, was messaging me on this app that we like to talk to each other on called Marco Polo. And she just made a comment. It was really awesome. She loved seeing me wearing shorts and a tank top. And it might sound silly to some people, like, okay, what's the big deal? A girl's wearing shorts and a tank top during summer, like big whoop. That's totally normal. I don't know what the big deal is about this. But back in high school, and to be honest, long after high school, I had a personal rule to never let my legs show above my knees. If you go back and look at pictures of me in track and field, and let me just say this, it was a, I did field, not the track, the running thing, not my jam in the past. I was part of the throwing crowd, you know, the ones where we threw discus and shot put. And I really wasn't that great. To be honest, I'm not that competitive of a person when it comes to sports. I just love the camaraderie, you know? And we were those people that were sitting in the infield at track and field meets eating homemade brownies that our moms made us while, uh, you know, all the other people were running around us. And we were laughing at them. Throwers, throwers, we had it made in the shade, literally in the shade. Comfort was king. I digress. When I look at pictures of me from track and field on, you know, photo day, you know, you do the little team team pictures, you can do the solo shots. There's pictures of me wearing a vintage, like an old jersey. And the reason I wore an old jersey was because I had thicker straps on top. It covered more of my body. And I was wearing shorts, you know, the classic gym shorts, bright orange, go greyhounds. And below my shorts are leggings. I was so afraid of letting people see my knees at a track and field competition that in the heat of the day, doing exercise work, I would wear long leggings underneath my shorts. 
And this wasn't a, you know, oh, these are my compression leggings. They give me better flow, whatever the reason people wear different things. No, this was 100% my shorts might ride up and my knees might be exposed. So I am going to wear leggings underneath them. It seems so silly, but this was a personal rule that I had for myself. I can still vividly remember my senior scholarship night. I was hanging out at my friend's house. We were all getting ready to go to the the senior night. We were the big bad kids on campus getting ready to go off to college. Man, what a time. And as we were getting ready, my friends encouraged me to wear this dress that I had recently purchased, but I'd never worn because it was shorter than my normal comfort level. By now, you know what that means. It means it came above the knees. And I resisted it and I resisted it. And they just poured into me and encouraged me and said, Kaya, it's so cute. You look so great. You should totally wear it. You look amazing. And as someone who falls prey to peer pressure, I I did. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to step outside my comfort zone. I'm going to wear this dress. It's a little bit shorter than I would like. And I remember so vividly standing on stage after my name was being called to accept this scholarship, nervously standing there, sweating, probably sweating from my knees, terrified and completely convinced that everyone in the crowd, all the parents, all the kids were staring at my pale, chubby thighs. Oh yes, they were pale, not just because I'm very British, but also because, you know, they never saw the sunlight, not even when I wore shorts. Now, surprise, 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 nobody cared. Nobody gave a damn about the fact that my knees were exposed to the world. And if they did care, I never heard about it. Regardless, that rule, the nothing above the knee rule, persisted for years, for years and years. And I wish the knees thing was the only rule that I had. No, I had a a long, a long list of rules and other rules included, and this is by no means exhaustive, Other rules were never wear horizontal stripes, right? We were all kind of, maybe not we were all, but I assume a lot of us had heard the uh, rule, it was in all the fashion magazines, that you never wear horizontal stripes because it always makes you look bigger. And as a bigger girl, I wanted to do everything that I could to disappear. So if horizontal stripes, you know, embellished and made the whitest parts of my body look bigger, absolutely not. There's another rule. Never, ever, under any circumstances, wear horizontal stripes. Another rule? No form-fitting clothing. The looser, the better. Skin tight, no thank you. Not just because of, you know, comfort's sake. Sure, I don't want to have anything that's too tight, but mostly because I was convinced that if it was loose and hanging off of my body, people wouldn't recognize that I had body rolls, right? I didn't want any of my rolls to be showing. I didn't want any of my body to be showing. So I just assumed that wearing things that were the size of a tent were a great way to hide my body. Now, I don't know if that was actually the best strategy, but, you know, it was another rule. No form-fitting clothing. Another rule, never, under any circumstances, tuck in a shirt. No, absolutely not. I was horrified by the idea of tucking in my shirt. And you know why? Because I had what I lovingly, actually, in the past, it was not lovingly, what I judgingly referred to as a fupa. Have you heard of the fupa? The FUPA, if you're not familiar with what a FUPA is, stands for fleshy or flabby, actually I don't know now, fleshy or flabby, upper pubic area. You know, that pooch, that belly pooch that is above your crotch. You know what I'm talking about, right? And when you tuck in your shirt and you put on jeans, that thing is just like encased like a sausage, like a tire right around the middle. And I was horrified by the idea of tucking in a shirt. 
In fact, I'm pretty sure I have some like PTSD. Actually, I shouldn't say that. PTSD is a real thing. This was not real PTSD. But I I remember being so just mortified by having to tuck in my shirt to show livestock at my county fair. I was in 4-H and FFA and part of 4-H and FFA uniform dress is that you tuck in your shirt, right? Here in California, if you show 4-H, you have to wear white pants, tucked in white shirt and your scarf and your hat and the whole deal. And I remember showing my pigs and my steers in the show ring, so nervous and distracted because I hated the fact that my fupa was encased in a white jean sausage and my shirt was tucked in and not covering over the top of it. We went to speaking events and all these things. And my biggest fear, one of my biggest fears was tucking in my shirt. That was, that was a rule for me. Absolutely. Do not tuck in the shirt. We don't need to accentuate any fupas up in here. Swimsuits, forget about it. Absolutely not. Big hard rule against swimsuits. I don't care if they're a one piece, a two piece, a 27 piece. I don't care. Swimsuits are a hard pass. I was absolutely a shorts and t-shirt girly only. And when I say shorts, no, no, I don't mean just any shorts. I mean oversized men's board shorts that basically were capris, right? Because they had to go below the knees, right? That was a rule. These these rules had to connect. So I would wear oversized t-shirts and really long, 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 long board shorts to cover my knees. That was the only way that I would I would do the pool, that I would do the lake, that I would do any of it. And regardless of what I was wearing, you better believe that I was very insecure no matter what. And another rule, if I ever went shopping with friends to anywhere, I went to a mall, Target, no matter what it was, the rule for myself was that I would only look at accessories when shopping with other people so I could completely avoid the dressing room. I would just pretend that I wasn't interested in looking for clothes. You know, I didn't, I didn't need any new clothes. But the real fear was that I wasn't going to find anything that fit me. And dressing rooms were just a place of a lot of judgment and anxiety for me. And I wanted to avoid it, especially if I was with other people. I was more of a once a year back to school shopping with my mom because I felt safe to feel insecure with my mom. And I didn't feel that same way around other people. Now, again, this is, this is not all the rules, but I had a lot of rules. And I have a feeling for those of you that are listening to me, you probably had rules or still have rules for yourself that you are consciously or unconsciously following about how you dress your body. And for what? Why did I make all these rules for myself? For my comfort? For other people's comfort? The truth is, is that I had a long list of conditions for my own self-acceptance. So many. I'll finally accept myself once I lose the weight. I'll finally accept myself once I can wear a size blank. I would finally accept myself if my body didn't look this way. I'll finally give myself permission to wear shorts once. I don't know. I don't know what my what my conditions even were. I think I was just kind of committed to the fact that I would never feel good in my body and I could never have the freedom to accept myself like other people did. These conditions for my own self-acceptance were probably ones that I picked up from shows that I watched, magazines that I read, and you know, that butthole cousin who poked fun at my weight. Not to mention the women in my life who loved me the most, yet had their own learned conditions of self-love that I unfortunately adopted with gusto to live on for another generation. Not everything is worth passing down, my friends. And I hate to admit this, but even now here, sitting in my front yard, I still find myself pulling down the hem of my shorts when someone comes through the driveway. 
It's like a little piece of that conditioned shame still comes up for me. And that's okay. And the fact that I'm okay with that actually shows so much of my growth. Because the real victory is not letting those feelings of self-shame control me. And instead, recognizing it for what it is, an old story. Now, I still don't wear short shorts, really ever. And and you probably won't find me out and about in the world wearing shorts that often. Now, I'm a biker shorts under a skirt kind of gal because I just like that style. But let's be honest, short shorts are not my jam, not because I don't love myself, but because the chub rub of these thick thighs is real. Homegirl can start a fire. And I don't wear short shorts because they are uncomfortable for me. And that's a good enough reason, right? It's not because I don't love myself. It's that I actually do love myself and my thighs, and I don't want to have a big red rash tonight, you know? And that's a different reason, and it's, it's good to know the reason. Why I share this is that I really want to celebrate myself for learning how to love and accept my body in lots of different ways, seemingly small ways that actually mean a lot to me, and they might mean a lot to you. Maybe you're someone listening who has a long list of rules for yourself. Maybe you're someone listening who has a lot of conditions for your own self-acceptance. Maybe you're someone who hasn't given yourself the freedom to wear a tank top in public or to wear shorts. And maybe not even just in public, but maybe even in the comfort of your own home. Maybe you're someone who is so insecure in your body that you are hesitant to even let your partner see you wearing certain clothes or no clothes. You know, that's that's a thing too. But this is what I want us to do, is I want us to focus on the baby steps, okay? I think it's easy to get caught up, in, and, I, and I love that body acceptance and body positivity is a movement, a movement that is really creating a lot of traction, at least in the circles that I am consuming these days. But I don't want us to feel discouraged if we can't flip a switch instantly from going from a person with a long list of rules and conditions for our own self-acceptance to being able to walk to our local pool crowded with people wearing a bikini and feeling confident AF. No, those are, those are really big jumps. And instead, what I want to do is I want to encourage you to focus on these small, small ways that you can practice self-acceptance and removing some of those conditions for your self-love. What can that look like? A small but powerful step for you today might look like wearing a tank top in public resisting putting a cardigan on to cover your arms. A small but mighty act of self-love today might be wearing shorts in your front yard and knowing that you might be uncomfortable in the 10 seconds it takes for someone to drive by your front yard, but you are worth it and you're going to step into that discomfort as a part of your self-love journey. Maybe that small but mighty step for you is just noticing, noticing the self-judging thoughts that pop up and choosing to turn down the dial, even if just a little bit on those negative judgmental voices and choosing to practice believing a new thought today instead. The truth is, is that learning to love and accept ourselves is, it's a journey. And I know that sounds so cliche and it really doesn't happen overnight. And what I want you to know about this journey is that it's one that we'll be walking down until the day that we die. I've got to feel comforted in in believing that it will get easier with time. In fact, I saw some study, uh, and I'm going to butcher it now. I wish I'd looked it up before I started recording the show for you, but there was some study that came out that said that women actually 
increase their happiness after, I think it's like the age of 70. And that is encouraging because, hey, there's something about getting older that we have to look forward to, right? It's not all bad. And I think a big piece of that is that the older we get, the less we actually start to care what other people think. The more we know who we are and accept who we are. But what if we didn't have to wait until we turned 70? What if we chose to take small but mighty steps today to allow ourselves to be seen in our bodies and accepted in our bodies, not even by other people, but by ourselves? I know there's people listening to this that don't even like to catch their own reflection in the mirror. What would it look like just to look at yourself right in the eye today in the mirror and say, I love and accept you, all of you, right now as you are? Gosh, what a small but mighty step that is. And I think the way that we really cultivate more confidence and self-acceptance in ourselves and really break down these rules that we have consciously or subconsciously been following for years, maybe even decades, is with small baby steps, is choosing moments of courage to say, I am worthy, I am enough, and I accept myself exactly as I am. A couple years ago, I was walking through a thrift store, a little peddler's mall in Murray, Kentucky, where my in-laws live. As we were going through the through the aisles, I saw I got I caught eyes with a girl, and she had her two sons there, and I smiled and kept going. And when I came down the next aisle, she finally stopped me and said she recognized me from from Instagram, and she just wanted to say hello. And she said, "It's so funny to me that I'm running into you today." She said because this morning, and this was in the middle of summer, she said, this morning, I, I've just been really having a hard time. Our dog just passed away. And this morning, as we were getting ready to come out on the town to go, you know, run errands or whatever, I had a, a long shirt on. I, was, I had a sweater on over my arms. And she said, I had your voice in my head saying, just wear the dang tank top. She said, so I left the shirt at home and I wore the tank top. And this is a really big deal to me. And I just want to thank you for that. And I felt so moved by it because it's easy for us to discount the small but mighty acts of self-love that we do because it doesn't seem like a big deal, right? You're just a girl wearing a tank top in the summertime, but it's not always just a girl wearing a tank top. It's not just a girl wearing shorts. It's a girl learning to challenge beauty standards. It's a girl healing her relationship with her body. It's a girl giving herself the gift of freedom in her own skin. It's a girl turning down the noise of negative self-talk. It's a girl bravely and courageously saying yes to herself, maybe for the first time. So yeah, I'm sitting here in my front yard wearing tank top and shorts, but this is actually a really big deal to me. And I know for you, It's probably not just wearing shorts and a tank top. It might be a really big deal to you too. And I'm here to just celebrate you and celebrate me for showing up in the small but mighty ways that we can love and accept ourselves just a little bit better today. So friend, if you're listening to this, wear the tank top, wear the shorts, embrace the discomfort and know that by this courageous, small but mighty step, you are growing that relationship with yourself. And that is huge and absolutely deserves to be celebrated. If you're listening to this and you want more support on your own self-love and self-acceptance journey, you can book a power hour coaching call with me at coachkaya.com forward slash 
coaching. There is nothing that I love more than empowering women to love themselves deeper, care for themselves better, and find joy in this messy but beautiful journey of life. And if you have been enjoying this show, maybe this is the first episode you've listened to, maybe you're a longtime listener, I would love for you to take a moment to write a review on Apple Podcasts. This is a great way to support the show and it helps other people decide if it's a podcast that they want to listen to too. You can also feel free to take a screenshot, tag it me in your social media, share it to your story and let other people know if you think that this message might be helpful for them today too. And I just want to thank you, sweet listener, for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. It truly means so much to me to have you here. And I'll see you right back here, same time, same place next week. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.